Happy New Year. Here we are. You know, I don't know whether right now, you know, kind of the the popular culture goes back and forth about whether it's cool or whether it's cheesy to make New Year's resolutions, but there is something, I think, profound about the way in which we view the calendar and the way in which we live our lives that that January 1, as Michael was sort of saying a couple times during worship, there's this freshness to it for us. And I, I think that there's something about that idea that we stop and we think about, so what what am I about and what do I want to be about? And so I think New Year's resolutions are a really good thing and they take all kinds of forms and I'm not sure what it is that the way in which you do New Year's resolutions, if you kind of re-up for the things that you did last January and didn't kind of fulfill and think that you're now that much stronger, you're a year stronger or uh, whether you uh, see it more like a Lent and you're like, I'm letting go of some stuff this year or, or whether or not um, uh, you even in, are inclined to think about New Year's and reflect on it. But I am, and I like it. And, I, and I, uh, this is the, this title of this sermon as we um, transition between their, our, our Advent series and our, our winter series that starts next week with Pastor Ben preaching on the 7th. Um, I, I wanted us to look at New Year's this way and ask this question, uh, for what am I asking God in 2018? What am I asking God about? I was really met, you guys, and convicted by the scripture text from last, um, last week around the anxiety that we feel. And we're going to look at it in just a moment, but from Philippians chapter 4 that talks about uh, not being anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, present our requests to God and the peace of God will come. That's what we need. That's what we've needed. And uh, so that idea of presenting things to God, um, I'm convicted by that. Uh, I, I'm, af- I'm afraid that um, we may have been a little bit like this kid. I got this, uh, I have this really sweet book called uh, Letters, uh, Children's Letters to God. Uh, this, this, look at this, this letter from a child, God's uh, kid writing. God, please, please send me pony. I never asked for anything before. You can look it up. I just think that's the best. In fact, writing to Santa Claus has a lot of parallels to how we are in our spiritual journey and what we think and what we believe. But this idea, I feel like that often this can be sort of how we end up thinking sometimes. Like, you know what, I don't really ask God for much. And when I really need something, then I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll lean. But where are we in terms of asking God for what it is that we need? And I want us to be reminded about some fundamental truths this morning. I want us to be in God's Word because we have some kids in the room. I thought you could have the Bible, your Bibles open with kids, so I didn't put a bunch of the scriptures on the uh, screen. So if you have a Bible, I want you to grab it, and we're going to look at some scriptures. But we want to talk about and ask the question, for what am I asking God this year? In this 2018, what am I asking God for? I want to remind us of this text. This is the one text I have up here on the screen this morning, and so uh, you can look at it up there, but, but do grab a Bible because we're going to look up a few more verses in our few minutes that we have together. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. <clears throat> this is what I preached on a week ago on Christmas Eve morning. So if you were not able to make it Christmas Eve morning, I really would encourage you to uh, go online and, and download that audio or, or watch the video online. And... Um, and listen to that. Was, we talked about the peace that God uh, uh, brings. And this was the text. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, to present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In every situation... 
prayer and petition. Talk it over with God and ask him for what you need. Talk it over with God and ask him for what you need. This is the promise of Scripture. With all the anxiety that we feel, with the lack of peace that we feel, with all the, 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 the um, uh, tension that we feel about this world that we're living in and about the lives that we live in with so much fear and uncertainty, the Scriptures promise in every single one of those situations, prayer and petition, talk it over with God, ask Him for what you need, and the peace of God will come. That's the promise. And so I want to ask the question this going into 18. So then what are we asking God for? I'll be, I'll be grammatically incorrect uh, about half the time in saying that. For what are we asking God in 2018? Because the scripture's teaching us that we talk it over with God and we give and we ask him for what it is that we need. Somebody one time, and it was, it was pretty, uh, somebody one time said this in a sermon. I can't remember who it was. It might have been mean, which is why I liked it so much probably. But it wasn't me. Somebody said, right now, what is it that you're asking God for? What are you depending on God for in your life, in your journey? What are you asking God for? And I was convicted because that particular week when I heard that part of the sermon, I realized I don't, nothing. I'm not even asking him for anything right now. Have I gotten into this thing like that kid who's like, yeah, I don't really ask him for stuff. Maybe I'll just save up all the goodwill till later when something's really serious. Or maybe I feel a lot of anxiety in my head about something that's undone or broken in my life or something that I'm worried about. I'll feel the anxiety, but I actually haven't translated that into asking God for something. Talking it over with God and asking him for what I need. Prayer and petition. Talking it over with God and petitioning him for what it is that I need. Do do you hear the point that I'm making? I made it last week. I'm making it again right now. Do we translate the anxiety we feel into that because then the peace of God will come is the promise. So for what are we asking God in 2018? And even as I say that, how did you respond to that question? Did you think to yourself, yeah, I don't know what I'm asking for God. I can tell you what I'm anxious about. I can tell you what I struggle with. I can tell you what I talk to myself about in my head when I lay awake at night. But what am I asking God for right now for 2018? Maybe for the whole year, maybe for the first week. But what am I asking God for? Does something come to mind for you? I want you to wrestle with that just a little bit. Talk it over with God and ask him for what we need. Now, I want to remind you about a couple of things is when it comes to this that, uh, that is just important for us as we learn about prayer and we think about asking God for what it is that we need. I want to remind you about a couple of truths that I don't want you to miss. First, remember this, you guys. He's our good father. If you have your Bible open, I want you to have your Bible open. I want you to turn to Matthew 7. And uh, you've got kids with you. Have them look at it with you. Put your finger in there. Matthew chapter 7. <clears throat> this is why we can ask God, because he is our good father. Matthew 7, it's in the New Testament. Anybody have a pew, the Bibles that were under the seats in front of you? What page is that on? Thank you, 895. Matthew chapter 7, you got it? We'll, We'll give you a sec to get there. Our new lighting makes it easier to read in here, doesn't it? You like that? We didn't even turn it up for you. That's just the way that it is. I like that. Matthew 7. Let's look at verse 7. This is Jesus teaching. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. 
and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. That's Jesus' kind of famous threefold promise. Ask, and it's going to be given. Knock, or seek, and you'll find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. Everyone who asks receives. One who seeks finds. The one who knocks, the door will be opened. And then this is his rationale. And he's reminding us that he's a good father. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? I love that. If you then, and you're the worst dad ever, if you then, and you're evil, if you then, and you're tired and those kids are driving you out of your mind, if you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father, your good heavenly Father, give gifts to those who ask him? It's a promise that we've been given in Scripture that we, we tend to not believe, church. And we tend to not believe for all kinds of reasons. Maybe it's because we didn't have a great father. Maybe it's because uh, we just have not had that experience from God where we've received gifts from him in the past. And so it's hard for us to ask because it's hard for us to believe that he's a good father, that if we ask, we're going to receive from him. Now, I know many of you are in your minds right now because we're all such rational beings. are like, yeah, but sometimes our prayers don't get answered. You know what? And I'm going to mention and talk about that very briefly in just a couple of minutes, but, but take the promise at its face value that our good Father wants to give us gifts when we ask him. Just We were cleaning out the garage because we had all our kids home at Christmas, and we love them, but we really are so tired of their junk, and so we were cleaning out our garage, and uh, we came across a letter in somebody's pile of stuff, and it was a letter that our kids wrote us like 15 years ago, and it said... Um, and the first thing I noticed was like a contract, like at the bottom, it had straight lines for all four of their signatures, and they signed it and everything. And it was a proposal to get a dog. <laughs> and they had thought it all out, and it said, this letter is to formally request that there is a Labrador mix at the pound, and it went through this whole thing asking us as parents, we humbly ask you parents, if we could get, we'll take care of it. They went through all the arguments, right? We'll walk it, we'll clean up after it, it'll be our dog, it won't bother you. It's the whole list of all the stuff. And then it even went to a little bit of guilt. It's like, and if we don't adopt this dog, it's probably going to be put down. Like that kind of stuff, tugging on the good father heart of this thing. And then it even said this, attached is $130 to cover the cost of the adoption and the shots the Alicia's and the initial. Like, where did my kids find, like, they pulled all their money. I could just see them, like, filtering through Linda's purse in the kitchen. Like, they got $130 cash and attached it to this letter and gave it to their father asking for a dog. So I said, no, and we didn't get a dog. But <laughs> that's the point of this text. I can't believe I didn't get him a dog. I'm looking back at that, and I'm just like, I read that in the garage yesterday, and I'm like, that brings a little bit of a tear to my eye. You kids are beautiful. I'm horrible. <laughs> we ask God for what we need. We talk it over with him, prayer. We ask him for what we need, petition, to receive the peace of God. And he's a good father who wants to give us good gifts. If we can get in touch with that as human beings... How much more can we understand this God who wants to give us what we ask? What are you asking God for as you go into 2018? Do you have it in your mind? 
What are you asking God for? Secondly, second thing I don't want you to forget. He hears us. First John 5. You've got to look at this verse. We'll, we'll zoom through this, but I want you to see it. First John chapter 5. First John is, the, is, is the, the book with John's name in it, but it has a little one in the front. There's first, second, and third John. One, two, three. And it's toward the way back, okay? Peter, James, Peter, first, second, Peter, John. First John, anybody have a page number for me in that Bible? 1129, thank you. First John chapter 5, you got it? First John chapter 5, let's look at verse 14. I like it that you're turning to it. We'll wait for you. This is the confidence, 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. I love that. Here's the confidence that we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, what's it say? He hears us. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Now, there's a whole other sermon there, which is like, what does it mean to ask according to his will? Meaning that he, like, we're not going to ask God for something he doesn't want for us and get it, right? So it's not a magic genie. You get three wishes, anything you want, even if they're stupid, like that's not what it's about. It's a different sermon. We can talk more about that. But if we ask according to his will, he's going to give it to us. That it says he hears us. I just love that. He hears us. Verse 15, and if we know he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we'll have what we've asked of him. I just think that's great. This is our good father who wants to give us gifts that we ask for, and he's hearing us. He's listening to you. He's seeing you. There's something about this invisible God, serving this invisible God, that's very difficult for us to keep this in mind. That our God is on the edge of his chair when we bring things to him, when we want to talk stuff over with him, that's prayer. When we want to ask him for what we need, that's petition. In prayer and petition, that this God is edging toward the end, the edge of his chair, and he's all ears. Not like us with the newspaper, the proverbial old dad with the newspaper. Some of you are like, what's a newspaper? Yeah, it's a thing that our dads used to put up between us and them. But all ears, out on the edge of his chair, going, talk to me. It says he hears us. Scripture begins by saying, this is the confidence we have. Guys, what are you asking God for in 2018? This is the Father, a good Father, who hears you. Third, and we can approach God in confidence. It says it in that verse. There's also this verse in Hebrews chapter 4. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4, he, that he can, we can approach in confidence. Look at that one, Hebrews chapter 4. So just go back to the left a couple of of pages, Hebrews chapter 4. Somebody give me a page number. 1109, thank you. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Page 1109. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence. Let us approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. 
Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence. There's a confidence to, to, to approaching God. There's something inside of us that says, there's a spiritual inferiority complex. I don't know if I can go right into the presence of God and say, this is what I need. It just feels somehow disproportionately um, uh, irreverent or something. And nobody's asking to be irreverent. But we are able to approach the throne of grace with confidence because it's a, ready, throne of grace. And what Jesus did on the cross provided the way into the presence of our good heavenly Father who hears us and says, you come in. So listen, church, I'm just here to remind you again. I'm here to remind you again. What are you asking God for in 2018? Because we're allowed to approach the throne of grace with confidence. We go right in and the Father goes, what? What is it that you need? What are you asking for? Let's talk it over, prayer, and ask me for what it is that you need. That's petition with confidence. And then last, this is how we ask God, but we assume, assuming that the answer is sometimes no. Assuming that the answer is sometimes no. We get that, that, that sometimes the answer is no. And, uh, you know, we can, uh, we, you can go read about it in James chapter 4, but, you know, he says, uh, listen, you got all these desires going on within you, and you and you're coveting, and you're fighting, and you got all this selfish stuff that's happening, and you, you, you don't, he says this, basically, here's the teaching. You don't have because you don't ask. That's one point. Sometimes we don't get prayer answered because we don't ask. And secondly, sometimes when we ask, we just ask with super selfish motives, and God's like, yeah, no. That's, what, that's why we, so let's not get bogged down, friends, in why it is that God doesn't answer prayer. Sometimes it's because we don't ask. Let's focus on that. You don't have because you don't ask, James says. So for what are you asking God in 2018? God's going to sort out all the other stuff. He'll sort out the, the other things about, the, well, is it a selfish motive, is it whatever? Listen, you come as a child and you offer that before the Lord. You talk to him about it and he'll sort it out with you. You know that story about my, not getting my kids a dog? When we were looking at this letter yesterday, Emily's like, that's when we realized, wasn't it, just after that season, that I was allergic to dogs, she said. See, I made fun of myself as a parent, but the truth was, friends, my daughter was allergic to dogs. If we had gotten them a dog, her life would have been miserable. The father goes, um, that's super sweet and cute. That's not going to be good for you, so I'm going to have to say no. Right? And his children were like, what? You're so mean. Yeah, I'm mean, but I know what's best. And so sometimes God's going to go, your life's going to be miserable if I give you that. But as we continue to dialogue and talk it over with God, we work that stuff out and we come to realize, oh, he's way better than that. So my daughter later on, you know, realizing sleeping over at friends' houses and having this experience with dogs, just, you know, she has a full allergy meltdown. Like, oh, yeah, that would have been terrible to have a dog. I guess my dad's pretty smart after all. I'm probably never said that, but you know what I mean? <laughs> For what are you asking God in 2018? Friends, if you don't know what to ask God, get in touch with the anxiety that you're feeling inside about your life, about your tomorrow, about your year. Because that's the stuff that God promises in those situations, you bring it to him in prayer and petition, and the peace of God will blow your mind. It will come. And our God will meet us in our place of need.
What are you asking God for? I'm going to ask everybody to grab a card from the front of you, a little scratch paper, your bulletin, something. I want you to pull out a card, and I want you to see this prompt behind me. Trusting that he hears me and that he cares for me, I'm presenting this request to God. I want you to, on that card, just going to take a moment. What came to mind as I was asking that question over and over again? What kind of anxiety do you carry? What kind of lack of peace is a motivating factor for you to say, man, I got to go to this God who cares for me and hears me and bring to him this request? What are you asking God for in 2018? 